Hello, hello, hello. Welcome one more week to Casual Gamers Connect podcast. Here I am, myself, Alex, and here I have one of my best friends and co-host of this great podcast, Justin. How are we doing, Mr. Justin? Hey, Alex. How's it going? Um, It's going pretty good. Um, Living the dream, as always. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Doing well, doing well. Busy with work, uh, but doing well. It's been a while since the last last time we spoke, but um, I'm really, really, really excited about this episode. So I hope your energy is matching mine, my friend. Yeah. Uh, could you share with the audience what this episode is about? Yes, actually, I can. I'm very excited. And this is going to be an epic episode because we are going to discuss God of War. 2018 game or God of War 4. I'm not very sure how to call it. This is one game that I have recently played within the last 10 months. And I believe this is a game that you played back in the day, probably like 2018, 2019, and you loved it, according to what you told me. The reason because I played it this late, uh, basically is because I was, I'm not a fan of RPGs and I got the feeling that this was an RPG game. We will discuss. Yes. Into, yeah. into further detail what kind of game this was but that was you know that was my why it, why it took me so long to get into it and yeah. i completely regret about my decision of playing this so late oh i see i see interesting well i did think it was a great game and yeah we'll talk about that later but before we do what's news what's new with you alex and what games have you been playing that's a good question always love to talk about that and they actually have pretty big news. I recently got a Nintendo Switch. And when I say recently, meaning literally two weeks ago, I haven't been playing much because I'm mostly using it for traveling. And the only game I've played so far, uh, it's Zelda The Breath of the Wild. I got that game because obviously it's super, super famous and it got really good reviews. Uh, you even said that it's a really good game. And it's, you know, I think I should say that this is the first time in my life, I'm almost 30 years old, that I'm playing a Nintendo game. So it's a big step. It's a big step, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, you've been, uh, you know, speaking some words on uh, Nintendo, but uh, I, I'm, it's, you know, refreshing to hear that you're opening your, you know, mind too. you you gotta always yeah. learn my friend you gotta always learn but uh, yeah uh, i'm gonna be traveling quite a bit so it's a really good console for traveling and i'm giving it a shot so far Zelda hasn't really captivated me i haven't played too much maybe like six hours something like that uh, but you know i'm gonna keep giving it a shot and i have Zelda there and if that fails i have the witcher 3 ready so more to come from my side more to come but uh, also, Justin, what do you have 
because okay. I know you have big things going. Oh yeah, big things. So uh, since our last episode, um, I did also purchase a new console in the PS5. Um, so that, that was a pretty big one. Um, I got really lucky uh, when I was um, you know, shopping one day, I came across you know, one PS5 console available. So I managed to get it, um, the physical copy one, so I can, I can use the disc there and I can play my PS4 games on it, which is what I wanted. Um, but I have yet to play or purchase a PS5 game. So uh, I've still been trying to get through <laughs> Cyberpunk. I know I talked about this last time. I'm, <laughs> I am almost done this time. So by our next episode or potentially in another week's time, you know, you'll hear some different news from me. But no, yeah, we have, um, we have big news the, this week in the podcast. Big news, big things happening for the two of us. So let's keep that going. Oh, yeah, let's keep it going. Big news, big things. Justin, very quickly, do you have any eye? Sorry, do you have an eye on any PS5 games or not yet? Are you waiting um, for the ring? The ring? Um, not, not yet. Um, the ones that I do have an eye for, though, that are have yet to come out. Um, one of them is that new Harry Potter game, actually. Okay. That um, I would like to get for PS5 because I've had good experiences with previous ones. Um, and it's been a really long time since they came out with something relatively close to a, another Harry Potter game. So I'm going to try that. Um, and then also I've been kind of thinking of Battlefield 2042 uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because it looks really cool. And I would probably only get that if uh, the boys also got. <laughs> <laughs> I... I can tell you it's not gonna happen from my side. So, <laughs> so but, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, yeah. that's what's cool. going on. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you for bringing the, the, that up and let's get started with God of War. You lost control. That thing was trying to kill us. It's not like you don't get angry in a fight. Anger can be a weapon. If you control it, use it. You clearly cannot. When you I haven't been sick in a long time. I'm better now. Fine. Come on, then. You want me to hit you? I want you to try. Ow! What are you... Try again. Why are you doing that? Too slow. Try again. Cut it out! Weak. Again. Again! Stop it! Again! <coughs> Your anger. You can get lost in it. That ahead is difficult. And you, Atreus, are clearly not ready. This is arguably one of the most influential games of the last years uh, came out for the PS4 in April 2018. Big, big blockbuster, big production, AAA game, Santa Monica Studios, and it was a huge success out of the blue. It sold more than 3 million copies in the first weekend, um, and there was a huge expe expectation. Um, so I want to get a little bit, Justin, on our personal experience with this game or this saga 
I can start. And for instance, I was not a fan of God of War, not because I didn't like the previous games, but um, I played them. I played two and three. I didn't play God of War one. And I remember when I played them uh, for PS2 and PS3, I remember liking the game, but it didn't, you know, it didn't blow my mind. I wasn't super, super, super into it. I basically played them through all the way through and I was like, okay, next. So I wasn't really expecting for, I wasn't expecting this game way too much. I had my eye on it, obviously. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I had the same hunger for this game as I did for Red Dead Redemption, The Last of Us, or something of the sort. So what about yourself? Will you consider yourself a fan of God of War? Um, that's a good question. And, you know, I've also played, well, I've played all of them. I've played one, two, and three. And would I consider myself a fan? Eh, like, you know... When I first got the first God of War, it was kind of like, like I didn't go out and purchase it. I think it was a gift um, that I got it. And so I, you know, had it. So I decided to start playing it. And, you know, I played all the way through all of them. Um, did I really enjoy playing it? Yes and no. There's definitely some parts of those God of Wars that I did enjoy. And, and I do like Greek, Greek mythology. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, I, I felt though that there were some things that were missing from it being a really good game. I don't know if it was the mechanics of the game because it was very like hack and slash style of game, which wasn't really my type, but I played through them. Um, but yeah, like regardless of that, it, it like, the plot, the story, like all of these gods there, like that made me want to play. And so I, I would say I had a good experience, but um, all the hype for God of War 4, I had the same experience as you, where I wasn't like super hyped about it. I was kind of waiting to see what it looks like, if it was kind of like the first three, because if it was like, I was kind of on the edge of wanting to get it or not. But mm -hmm. after all the good reviews, obviously. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's exact same feeling for me. I remember also, I, I was also thinking, I don't know about you, but like, I was also thinking that if God of War 4 will have been a game very similar to the other three, I wasn't going to be really into it because I was a little tired of the, you know, hack and slash, as you said, like, yes, pressing buttons, killing, which is fun, but up to a point. And so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really going to go for it if it was the same concept of game. Now that I've played it all the way through, I'm super, super, super happy that they gave it a 180 degrees change and it's completely different type of game. Like it has nothing to do with the original God of Wars. So I wanted to get into that a little bit. Can you please, um, please start on this topic, but uh, what kind of game is this? So if you had to explain this game to somebody who hasn't played it, how would you describe it? What's the gameplay like? How yeah. does it feel on, your, on the controller? So... So, so, so before I tell you my part, um, I just want to say that this is coming from someone who managed to get platinum <laughs> through, through the game. Um, so that's one thing. I played literally the entire game, got everything, every single achievement, beat all the bosses at the hardest difficulty. So 
you had a lot of time yes. when you were unemployed, <laughs> Justin. You had a yes. lot of time. <laughs> yes, I had a, a lot of time there and I did work, that's for sure. Um, now, what I would say is the type of game is definitely, like you said, a 180 degree turn from what it used to be. It definitely was didn't feel like the hack and slash style that they had before. It definitely felt a lot more like an RPG. Um, and, and not just an RPG, but an open world game. Like mm -hmm. God of War was not known for that. God of War was very much, um, you know, all three games prior to it were very much like set, like, you know, chapter by yep. chapter going through the game. Um, whereas, very, tradi very traditional yeah. PS2 style moving forward. Exactly. You don't need a compass. You don't need a map. It's just, you know, kill and move forward. Yep. It was very, very straightforward, and I felt like, you know, like almost like platformer-like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, like, definitely. You know, and like this one was completely different, like, like actually open world. Like you could go back to previous places and find things that you didn't do. Um, there's all of these side quests and, you know, things that you can gain, you know, certain... Um, you know, get, get certain items that help you progress through the game. Like it was, you know, in my opinion, very different um, to the point that, you know, I put, you know, God of War 4 or whatever you want to call it in another completely other level. Like it's just not in the same category as the other three. And if and the next one that they make is going to be that, then, you know, I'm hyped. Like. I will get no, it, no. right? Definitely. They got another, uh, you know, with me, they got an ex a, a fan already because, you know, I wasn't a fan of the game and now I am. I'm expecting the Ragnarok or Ragnarok or whatever, you, however you pronounce that. But uh, yeah, just to add to your point, um, with my personal experience with the game, with the semi-open world or open world uh, vibe that, that they gave to the game, it's also that freedom, you know, that you feel you have. And for me personally, I remember... The very first thing I did when I got into the lake and you have the boat and you can roam around, I landed in a random island by coincidence and I got destroyed right away because I was facing enemies, you know, level seven and I was level one. So you also have that excitement, if you want to call it that way, of not being guided on where you have to go constantly. So you're free to roam around and free to learn from your mistakes. So. I really like that. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a player that usually likes learning by my mistakes. Okay, I'm not going to that island anymore until I'm stronger. So I really like that. And then also to add, just to be a little bit negative here, I know this game has received super, you know, I mean, won the goatee of the year. So it's a 10 out of 10 for many people. But just to give it a tiny bit of negative thing is in God of War 3 especially, I remember arguably the thing that I liked the most was the, the the world itself and the bosses. I love fighting big things. Uh, whereas in this one, even though you have big animals and big monsters, the trolls, but I was missing a little bit that epic, you know, like the, the, the I, I, spoilers. I mean, <laughs> this is for people who have played the game, hopefully, but uh, there's a spoiler here. When you fight Baldur, he's a human size enemy uh, even though he's a god but uh you know so i was missing a little bit of that epic do you do you feel that way at all during the game or or not yeah really? no i totally agree and i you know 
I'm gonna save some stuff for like the section that where we'll talk about you know what we would like to see in the next game. Um, Sorry, I got I, I got ahead of the game, <laughs> Justin. My bad. That's okay. That's okay. But um, yeah, I totally agree. Like that was one thing. Well, it wasn't just God of War three. Like all the previous God of Wars, they they had bosses that were like you know felt like very epic fights because they were so big. Like yep. you know, and I, it, they felt like more like rewarding almost. Whereas yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, Sorry, like, I, I remember on World of War 3, I picked it because I don't know if you remember the very start of the game that you start fighting Poseidon, I think. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. On the boat, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, holy shit, like, it's already like this, you know? Sorry, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I, I know, it's, it's all good. And, like, I, yeah, I mean, you, you also fight, like, all, all these other guys. But, um, yeah, I think, like, like, in the God of War that we played, I think... You know, you're, you're fighting these Valkyries, you're fighting like, you know, these golems, like mm -hmm. it just felt like somewhat empty compared to like the previous bosses that they had, like, you know, that that felt like it was missing something. It, it was also a little bit repetitive, the fact that there were so many Valkyries and, you know, these golem things where yeah. they could have put, like, you know, I would have preferred to fight, you know, these bigger bosses that potentially could have been there, right? Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, they are coming up with a new game in 2022, so I, I hope that that's gonna be, you know, that's gonna be a strong point for them. But, but yeah, that was just something a little negative I wanted to mention. So, Justin, just to sum it up a little bit, would you say this game? because they move, you know, that camera angle also to the top of the shoulder from behind of the shoulder of Kratos. So how would you how would you sum sum it up? Like would you say it's an action adventure game with RPG uh, RPG points or how would you if you had to put it in, in like one two sentences? Yeah, I mean, like it would be pretty much that action RPG uh, with with some points there. Um you, you could argue that it has some hack and slash features. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't yep. completely go away from that, but I definitely think it's different enough to like almost write it off. Yeah, no, 100% you know? agree. So. The combat is super important. I think it's still, to be honest, if you ask me, I think it's still a hack and slash, but mm -hmm. very, very calm. Um, I know it has some RPG points to it, like, you know, improving your weapon and stuff, but I don't think it's the the core of the game the core of the game is punching and fighting and using yeah. your badass axe um so that was a big change it was a big change from previous games that's for sure i and personally i think for the better it was a needed change um and, and it was awesome man and this you know this kind of leads to the next point which is giving credit to the developers and the director santa monica studios and cory balrock is the the game director and as far as I know, they haven't done anything else. I know they've launched like a couple other games previously in PS2 and PS3, but God of War is their everything. So props to them. I've seen the YouTube movie that they have, um, you know, about the, the, the creation of the game and the production. I recommend it to everybody. It's super interesting. And Cory Balrog, the guy seems like he loves his creation. Like whenever, when they released the game and they got like 10 out of 10 critics and stuff like that, the guy was crying like a baby, you know? So so it was cool to see. You don't generally see that with 
companies or or game directors so what's a good point what's a good point yeah i would i would also say because i took a look at santa monica studios history a little bit it was a needed change i think because based on what they had and how like you know all of their previous games that they they were working on i'm pretty sure that they needed this to go well and it did um, yeah yeah definitely you know, yeah do you I, think that Sorry, do you think they burned the God of War saga at the beginning because they launched one, two, three back? I'm not, I'm not sure if back to back to back, but very, you know, within five years, I think we had all of them. And I'm pretty sure they had another one called Ascension that yeah. was also in the middle or somewhere. So, you know, we got like four or five games within yeah. five, six years. So, and, and, and you know how I felt about those like yeah you're right they were kind of in succession and um it kind of started to feel like god of war was becoming you know you know one of those games that always comes with the ps like whatever mm -hmm. console yeah, you're yeah. buying like it's one of those games where it's just like bundled there like it, it felt like that a little bit whereas now when you look at god of war it's like you know you want that to be bundled like you you want to If it's not bundled, you're going to go out and buy it. But I didn't view that for the other God of War games. Like it always was kind of like tied in with something the, else. So yeah. you you see that as something negative? Because to me, it kind of sounds positive. Like he became the the face of PlayStation, arguably. Um, to me, so yeah, you can you can you can come out of there with pros and cons for sure. The pros being you know all the faith and money that yet like PlayStation is putting to God of War. But to me, I think it's, you know, an easy way for a company to sell copies of a game. And I mean, if you look at the previous God of War, um, you know, um, critics, like, I, I definitely think that it could have been better I do think that they survived with like survived, sorry, let me, let me rephrase survived as a franchise for God of war by selling it through the bundle. I think, because I, I don't think that a lot of people would have gone out to buy it. Otherwise, like I wasn't one of those people who would have gone out to buy God of war. I just happened to get it. Right. I think like, and when I think back at it, at it like I would probably do the same You know, and I think maybe yep. if other people had the same experience as I did, I don't think God of War would have been where it is today. Um, well, at least that's what I think. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So moving a little farther, I mean, we, you know, we've touched a little bit on, on, on the game itself, the changes, the gameplay, the style, the developers, just very briefly, and, and the game director. So what's new here? One of the things that, this game kind of throws into your face from the very start is is it's a different world different characters and different completely different story than what you will expect from kratos and you know you come from this mad driven uh, warrior from sparta who wants to kill anything that moves and now you are a father and with that comes a a big character you know uh, which is his son Atre how do you pronounce it in english atreus Atreus. Atreus. 
Um, so I wanted to touch briefly on the characters from this game. And obviously we have Kratos, still badass warrior. But now we have, as mentioned, his son, Atreus. Um, we also see some other characters, but uh, I don't know if we want to get into those yet. So I wanted to ask you, Justin, how did everything come together for you? Did it feel natural? Did you feel part of the game right away? Did, you, did the story compel you from the very start? Or did it take you a little long to get warmed up to, to the new role of Kratos? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. I'm actually going to link it to an answer I have with um, uh, Norse mythology and <laughs> how, how big of an impact that made on this game and how they portrayed Kratos from to this game versus the, the prior games. I think that's really important. Um, it took me a little bit of time to, to start to get into the new Kratos because it was almost like a pretty much new game. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that I kind of realized was that Greek mythology and Norse mythology are completely, you know, they're very different to the point that, <laughs> yeah. you know, Norse mythology is very much, you know, a lot closer to mankind than Greek mythology is. And if mm -hmm. you notice in the game, they portray Kratos as very much more of a human than a god. Yeah where he has a family now, you know, and he has a son and he's, you know, surviving in a world just regular when he doesn't, you know, he's a god. He does, doesn't need to do anything special. But he um, wants I, 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 yeah, and I, w I wouldn't say he feels fear, but sometimes he worries about his son, you know, which is a human emotion. So, so yeah, completely agree. Yeah, and so, like, one example, like, you know, like, in Norse mythology, like, Norse gods, they, you know, feel things that are, of mankind like like for example getting hungry they they get hurt and they also die versus um greek mythology where if you're a full god you're immortal and if you're a demigod you know i guess you're kind of immortal probably not some some of them but that's how it works um and i think from based on a little bit of research that I did, North, Norse gods also interact with humans a lot more than Greek gods do. Mm -hmm. um, That's a good point. And then so like, yeah, I felt like that played a big part in how you enjoy the game and how you see Kratos interacting with all of these different characters that are, you know, more yeah, no, no. sense, you know. I 100% agree. And you uh, personally, I, I get that feeling too from the games. Like they, when they portray the Greek gods, you know, they are that how these like they are deities who are above you. They are above everything. They are above good and bad. And yet, I feel like Greek mythology is all about killing each other's family. Like they are always, you know, the son is always killing the father. The father is always killing the brother. So it's always a family matter, whereas Norse gods are much more of the people for the people. Uh, I don't know if that was the, you know, <laughs> that is the origin and, and the purpose of those mythologies, but uh, but I get that feeling. I get that feeling um, from the games. Uh, so huge, huge and very vast world. They did a lot of research. And uh, that, you know, that translates into a very rich lore of the game, into a, a lot of content from this game. I mean, it's I, one thing that I really liked, and I don't know, well, you did the Platinum, so I, I'm sure you did, 
but I pretty much read every entry on the journal from Atrios. Like every time, I don't know if you remember, but every time they found a new creature or something. So I thought that was really, 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 really cool. Um, and it helps a lot throughout the entire game, which is not short, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that too. And I, I like the, you know, the conversations that mm -hmm. Kratos and Atreus have throughout the game because it's very much like, you know, it brings you down to earth. Like Kratos yeah. is not just this, you know, guy trying to find vengeance all the time. You know, like the point of this game is, you know, not vengeance, like the no, no, previous no. three games, right? It's very different. And so like, you know, these conversations with his, you know, his son is like, you know, definitely brings a different feel to the path. To the, to the fact that, you know, Kratos is not, you know, all about vengeance, but mm -hmm. deep down, you know, from the past three games and all of his history, you know that there's, you know, there's going to be some fighting. He is the god of war, right? And so I think that's kind of cool that, you know, they bring him down to earth, but then also, you know, have him fight like, these other gods, yeah. you know? No, definitely. They show Kratos as a different character. They show a more mature, older, more wise, more patient, so completely different. Arguably, in the first three games, he's he's a bad guy. I mean, he kills for his sake, you know? Uh, the only person that benefits from all the killing he does is himself. And on this one, he's, he's, it's an evolution, but, uh, you know, it's mostly for his kid. Uh, he wants his kid to... I think I get the feeling he was he wants his kid to not have the same path as he did of vengeance, uh, rage, violence. So, I, you know, that's how I took I personally took the, the journey with him and coming coming together a little bit with the relationship between Kratos and Atreus. What did you think of the voice acting? And I'm going to let you go first before I give you my opinion. OK, Um. One thing that I do want to say with the voice acting is that I personally thought it was pretty good. You have the classic Kratos voice, mm -hmm. which, you know, you, you, you got that. It's what you expected. Boy. And then I thought, yeah. And I thought Atreus, <laughs> I thought Atreus, uh, Atreus's voice actor was actually quite good because it, it gave a good contrast where you have this like, you know, very deep voice Kratos and then this like little kid basically yeah. who sounds like you know a punk right what about what about the rest of the characters uh we, we will talk about them a little later but you know Freya Broken Sindri uh, Baldur yeah I mean those were like all the other voice like voice acting was a little bit less of an impact for me um Mimir yeah, I mean, Mimir was probably one of my favorite characters of the mm -hmm. game, and yeah. I did enjoy his voice acting a lot, quite a bit, because it was very, you know, it's a different accent, like, pretty cool in my opinion. But the rest, like, Brock and Sindri, like, you know, their voice acting was okay, I guess, but, like, it wasn't enough in the game for me to, like, you know, really have an impact on how I enjoyed it. Uh, same, same with Freya. I mean, like, you know, I didn't really feel like that gave a big impact for me. Um, no, and maybe for, it's for because, enough. yeah, maybe, it, maybe it's because it wasn't enough times in the game where 
you know, they were a part of it. But I, I mean, obviously with the three and Mimir, because I mean, you carry his head around, right? Like, <laughs> I thought, I thought all of that was, you know, I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. So, what yeah, do you no, think? I, I... I agree with you. I think the work from Kratos and uh, for Kratos and Atreus is superb. It's phenomenal. Uh, I think Kratos, I mean, every time you listen to the boy, it's awesome. I mean, I just love it, you know, and he's very direct. He's very dry. Uh, he doesn't mess around. If there is a, an uncomfortable silence, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't mind, you know, somebody else will have talked like Mimir. Uh, so I think he he it was awesome, uh, and then I'm gonna give a shout out to Freya actually because there is one scene at the end of the game more or less when she has like a mental not a mental breakdown but like a breakdown with the with her son. I don't know if you remember the scene that I'm talking about when yeah. she fights Baldur, and I was super. I remember being super into it because of her performance. So, uh, you know, I, I think she did a, a good job for how little of a part she played. And I just wanted to quickly mention, because I looked up the, the, the actors' names, and um, there's a, a couple interesting facts. For instance, the guy who plays Kratos, his name is Christopher Judge, and he's an ex-Oregon Ducks football player and no, NFL really? player. Yeah, nice. yeah. so he <laughs> played football in Oregon back in the days and in the NFL a little bit. And then the little kid, his name is Sunny Suljic. And he's a skateboarder slash actor. And he's been in, in many movies for how young he is. I mean, the kid must be now 17. But, you know, when this game came out, he was probably like 12, 13. Um, and he's in a really good movie I recently saw. It's called Mid-90s. And the director is Jonah Hill from Superbad. Yeah. And I recommend it. Super good. I mean, just a side note, but I thought it was interesting. Does that, does that mean we have a future in voice acting, Alex? Who, me or? Us, us. No, we, trust me, we don't. <laughs> and, and then Baldur is Jeremy Davis, who's a fairly famous actor. He was in Safe Private Ryan, and he was also in Lost. So, you know, they had, they had really good people. And again, mm -hmm. I, th I thought they did a very, very good job. I wouldn't say it's the best job out there because The Last of Us for me is superb. But, uh, you know, up there, man, like it's so good. It's like a movie every time. Um, and Justin, just very quickly, I want to bring something uh, very quickly, which is the this game, in my opinion, I didn't cross check. It's the first time ever that we see a game that doesn't have a pause, doesn't have a loading screen so i don't know if that's your opinion as well what do you think about it or if you realized about it or you know if it went unnoticed by you no that's actually one of the things that i wanted to talk about that's actually good that you brought it up because it is something that i saw and it's actually insane like it's crazy the fact that the loading was so like you know quick it was so optimized the game mm -hmm. that like with how good the graphics were and like you would think that going into certain areas you know you would need loading but and and you know i played this on the ps4 right like it's not the ps5 but the graphics would make you think otherwise right yet you know it was so well optimized that loading was 
you know, pretty much non-existent. The fact that, and you know, that was another part of the game which I really enjoyed. The fact that you don't have to sit and wait all the time for all of these loadings. However, I do want to say that there was loading when, say, you use the door to teleport. Oh. And you're yeah, running but, around but, in there, but like it's you know it's interactive, like it's not yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, yeah. on a screen. So um, I thought that they did that well. So yeah, yeah. To me, I even remember the very first time that you play the game that you press you know start. It, you know, even at that moment, you already have Kratos moving with the axe. I think you 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 put down a tree or something. You cut down a tree, mm -hmm. and then right away you start moving. So it's like right right away it's like damn i'm already playing you know so it was beautifully done it was beautifully done Ooh, and now what about graphics justin what about graphics what can you tell us about how this game looks and feel okay well maybe i shouldn't do this but i'm gonna compare god of war to the previous god of wars <laughs> okay okay i like it i like it no i like it <laughs> by far the best graphics compared to the other ones obviously Um, and to me, I think they're probably one of the best to date for PS4 games, um, in my opinion. Um, obviously, you know, Red Dead Redemption, Last of Us, those are games that have really nice graphics as well. But I thought God of War was, you know, up there with one of the best, uh, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I agree I, with yeah. you. Oh, so, sorry, please go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, you know, it was... The fact that it was so well optimized like made me feel a lot better about the graphics uh but also like the art art design was also mm -hmm. yeah. very unique you know greek mythology obviously was a part of the part of it i thought that was really really cool or sorry not greek mythology norse mythology mm -hmm. um, yeah what did you think about the graphics no no yeah i mean i'm on the same page to me what it got me the most was the The characters graphics so for instance kratos it's unbelievable like you can see every vein you can see the beard i mean it's ridiculous how much details that that guy has and then atrios as well i mean all the characters overall i think uh, uh like graphics itself i think naughty dog has a better uh, engine overall when it comes to faces or stuff like, like expressions facial expressions I remember Uncharted 3, I believe, and it was already like mind blowing. So, and I'm talking about a very old game. I cannot even imagine Uncharted 4 or The Last of Us 2 uh, as well. But uh, what you said, I mean, the art design is mind blowing. I remember one time at one point in the game when you are hunting down a, a boar or a wild pig or something, and you go into Freya's garden or house, and it's like, you know, bright colorways and, and green and blue and red. And it's like, damn, and this beautiful, you know? So, so the, I, I, it, it, like, as you said, the art design is, is amazing. I mean, the rendering is, 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 is ridiculous. And I, you can tell that they put a lot of effort and time into this, not only into the developing the actual game, but also into the research of it, you know? Um, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, nine and a half out of ten if i had to put it if, if i had to give it a um a score yeah agreed same yeah yeah well so far we are praising this game a lot but it deserves like you know uh, it's a game that deserves everything every single thing you say because it's one of those games that you play and you're like damn that was a that was a cool game you know um 
Yeah, so that's I, it. Yeah, I do have some criticism, but I'm going to wait until that at okay. that point in time. But yeah, so far, everything that we've talked about has been like, you know, on point. This game has really, you know, hit the nail on the head, right? Like really got it right. So, yeah, I'm, you know, talking about negative critics that you may have. The only one that I may have, to be honest, from this point is the soundtrack. Uh, I'm not saying it's a bad soundtrack at all, but I was missing like a main theme or something. So just for everybody's knowledge, I'm a big geek of video game soundtracks or music soundtracks. Like, you know, if I'm working, I play soundtracks in the background and stuff like that. So this game didn't get me. I don't remember the main theme. I never whistle, you know, the main theme or something. So I didn't fully, fully, fully listen to it throughout the game. Again, I remember moments when you have like uh, choir, choirs and, and deep voices and stuff. But it wasn't, you know, I don't think it was a strong point of the game. Yeah, um, let, let, let me uh, let me tell the audience, you know, Alex is someone who has Spotify, um, you know, uh, lists of theme music from movies and games. And yes, he's very much like that. And, and you know, so am I to, to a degree. And I want to agree with you on the soundtrack. One thing that I, that I pulled from God of War is that I didn't think the soundtrack was bad. And if you go back and listen to it, like it isn't bad. It's, it's actually very well made, but none of the tracks are memorable. Like mm -hmm. I don't, I can't really remember any of the tracks. Like none of it was like, you know, oh yeah, I remember when you fight this boss, the, the sound, like I really like the music. Like there was never really an, you know, an area where I can really say that. So mm -hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, and it wasn't epic. Like, you know, whenever you enter into a room or, or a new part of the map, it wasn't like, oh, damn, something is coming up, you know? Uh, I don't know. That's how I felt, at least personally. So, I mean, I'm, it sounds like you kind of felt the same way. So I think we have a, a common point here. However, I want to mention this: the sound effects. Uh, they are awesome, especially when you use your axe and you hear, you know, when you, when you press R2, I believe, all the time and you dig the axe deep into an enemy and the sound effect it to me was awesome it's like you're ripping a whole enemy uh, with with the axe and i love that so 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 yeah i mean a little yeah. a little yeah I, I, there. I i agree and like i thought you were gonna go and say like oh like the way that the axe like moves in the air you can actually hear the axe twirl and then and, you know when it sticks into something or when it does it when it hits the rock behind Whatever and, how, and how far it goes, you yeah. know, you hear the axe going farther and farther or, or lower and lower if you throw it from the mountain. No, no. It, again, just to put into context, it's, it's, it's almost a perfect game. We're trying to be picky here. Uh, you know, if, if we were raiding an, another game, any other game, we would be like, oh, uh, we, we, we would be saying the completely different things. So we're trying to be very picky here because it's almost to a, to a perfect, it's, it's almost close to a perfect game. So just trying to be you know, uh, hard critics here, but that's why we do. So in Casual Gamers yeah. Connect. So. <laughs> As casual gamers, we're very hard critics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, good, good, good. No, good so far. So, Jesse, I don't know if you have anything else you want to mention in this uh, 
in this part of the podcast or anything yeah. else you want to get into? Yeah. So there, there's a first, there's, there's one part that I do want to talk about and it's the game mechanics and the difficulty of the game. Yeah, perfect. Um, and also the character development, like how that was for you, right? Um, I'll, I'll go first. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, yep. I'll speak on that. So overall, I think the mechanics were a lot more difficult than the previous God of War games. And it was refreshing. I thought it was really cool to have all these I agree. mechanics versus like mashing buttons. Like it wasn't like that at all. You had to be very smart about when to use your abilities, um, you know, when to move, move and like how you're moving in the game and, you know, what weapons you're going to use to fight certain. And they even had like, you know, some enemies, you, you can't actually use certain weapons to kill them, mm -hmm. you know, like that. I, I thought that was quite refreshing, but. I also thought, thought it was very difficult to master. And especially yep. when you're playing um, a higher difficulty, you know, he got, it was getting to the point where it's a little bit ridiculous. Like, you know, it was taking a long time to kill like just regular enemies, unless you, you know, improved or upgraded certain things for your character. Um, I thought that additionally, um, I thought that like it was kind of good that once you started to use your abilities, um, it would consider considerably lower the difficulty of the game. Um, but you have to kind of master that and get the abilities before you can really, you know, properly progress. I don't know if you felt the same way, but um, that's what I got. And especially when you're fighting a lot of the tougher bosses on a higher difficulties without those abilities it's really difficult to even get close to beating them um what, what are your thoughts on the mechanics and difficulty well i'm fully i fully agree with you my friend um yeah i thought it was difficult i thought it was fun but i thought it was difficult so i'm a person i know very skilled player so whenever I get down, let's say, two combos and I have my two abilities, I stick to that. I don't change, I don't evolve, I don't try new things, you know? Uh, mostly because I'm limited, not because I don't want to try them. So it, it took me a while, you know, to get used to it and to fully get comfortable fighting with Kratos. I was using, I remember I was using Atreus a lot in fights because it's easy to, you know, just press triangle, I think, and then the, the animal, the, you know, the, press, you know, keep triangle pressed as well. And then with Kratos, a little bit the same, I wasn't fully able. So for instance, just to just to give some context, I believe that you beat all the Valkyries, which are the, who are the toughest enemy in the, in the game. And I believe you played the game in a higher difficulty than I did. And I wasn't even able to, to, to kill one of them, you know, I just, I just suck. Uh, so I think it's it, it was good. It was refreshing. Again, I, I'm not taking anything away from it because um, you have so many other options as well. I just didn't put the time and effort into trying different things. But I agree. I was impressed, especially when you are able to throw the axe, you know, and the axe gets stuck into an enemy. And meanwhile, you're able to fight with your fist against different enemies. So there is so many ways you can approach these kind of fights. It's not a hack and a slash purely. Uh, but there's constant fighting, so that's the only reason why I say it's a hack and a slash. 
but uh, I completely agree with you. It was a step forward from Santa Monica and completely, completely successful one. Uh, different vibe, more challenging, and makes it better. Makes it better and more complete. Yeah, I agree. And I want to kind of talk further about um, some of the fights that I, that I had. So, like, okay, yeah, I did beat the higher level, highest difficulty Valkyries. And yes, that did take me a little bit of time to do. <laughs> but... Um, After like, I died four times, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But what I would say and what I learned from these fights is like, you know, what I would end up doing and the, the way that I would have to win is I would have to know each and every different attack. I would need to know the patterns that they would take. I would need to know, you know, when my abilities were going to be refreshed from the cooldown. Um, I would need to know when to change my weapon to use the abilities because, you know, you have the axe and then you have the um, the chains. Mm -hmm. And both axe and chains have different abilities for both of them. So I, you would have to use, you know, you pretty much like um, basically use them when they're available at all times to maximize the damage that you're making while also finding the time within the battle so that you're not just getting destroyed um so yeah it's it gets to the point where you really need to be careful with your um you know um abilities and making sure that you're um what's the word i'm looking for um making the most out of it um yeah yeah no yeah just to yeah. add uh, just to change a little bit but Uh, they also took away the quick time events because I remember in the previous games it was a big thing whenever they use quick time events quite often. And on this one, there's barely any, I remember. And I, I like that because I'm not a big quiet, quiet time event guy, uh, but just, just wanted to add on top of, of what you were mentioning. Yeah, I agree. And I, I like the quick time events would happen a lot normally with the bigger bosses because mm -hmm. it's kind of you know unrealistic without quick time. And Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm not a big quick time event person, but I also want bigger bosses. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't really know how that will work in future games, but I agree with you. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is the character development, because this is technically kind of like an RPG where you do have to find, you know, treasures that mm -hmm. will help you progress with your character and make things more strong um what was your what was your experience with that like because i know you're not much of an rpg person but did you have trouble deciding when to upgrade things um did you were you able to find everything and progress enough um half and half so i think the layout of the main menu you know when you where you improve your weapons and you upgrade your uh, your armor and stuff is very self-explanatory It gives you the green arrows if you're improving something. It gives you the red arrows if you're putting something on that is worse than what you actually have. Uh, so that was that was easy to follow for somebody. Again, for somebody who doesn't like those aspects of a game at all. Um, and I again, I stuck to that. So I was putting on whatever was better and I was taking off whatever was worse. However, whenever I had to find something, I don't remember exactly, you know, but let's say I had an armor and it said, If you want to improve it and make the most out of it, you need to find the magma of whatever. Never did any of that, ever. Uh, whenever Artifacts, you can add artifacts. And if you use two artifacts, never. So again, 
I know it's not the right way to play God of War probably, but it's just something that I don't like. I don't enjoy at all. It's, it's a burden more than part of the game for me. So I try to make it the quicker and the most efficient way possible. I think the RPG aspects of this game are meant to every player, every type of player, because for me, it wasn't a problem. But it gives the satisfaction to players like yourself, Justin, of, you know, improving your character and armor and weapons and stuff like that. So that's yeah. my input on that. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's kind of what I ex expected. And I'll, I'll give you a little, <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be a little bit on the other side. Um, I think that um, it really punished players, especially at higher difficulties, if you're missing the treasures. Because if you don't have the, like, if you don't have the... You know items or you know artifacts to level up properly like you pay for it like mm -hmm. you pretty much have to beat the boss like it's a lot more difficult um, yeah, yeah, so, so so there's that um also like you you mentioned the artifacts like you know like yeah you can try and maximize those yes it's kind of like a little bit extra but it's necessary if you're playing at a higher difficulty. I would yep. say that because without it, well, that's it's just really, really difficult. So I would oh, say that yeah. um, we can say we can say it has a good difficulty curve. This game then, yeah, because it can adapt to many, many, many type of players. Definitely, and at I, a skill I, level. Yeah, and I would I would say another thing that I would say with difficulty is I remember when I first started playing at the highest difficulty. I think it was like maybe. One of the first couple areas that I played, I would die in two hits because I was learning, <laughs> I was trying to learn the mechanics and I had no idea what I was doing. Like, like I remember that, like that was probably the one of the hardest parts of the game. And then, you know, once you start to learn all of the mechanics, then yeah, I had an easier time. But because I started on the hardest difficulty, like I had to learn pretty quickly how to play. And so, mm. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting and maybe I should have played a little difficult to start, but I can't even imagine, man. That's why I stick to my two combos and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I remember I spent like an hour, a couple hours, like just in the first area because like I kept dying, like it was crazy. But anyway, um, it was, you stuff. know, it's memorable. It was like a, a memorable experience. So I, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, perfect, perfect. Alex question for you what would you like to see in the next game i want to keep the story going that's the the, the main i mean i'm a, what it gets me from games you saw lately uh, for the last years is the narrative of the game the story and um, so that's what i want to i want to see i want to see what happens next uh, are we gonna have kratos and atreus you know right after you know, continuing the, the, the first game. Is it going to be a few years later when Atreus is a little older? Um, I just want to see what happens. Are we going to fight Odin? Are we going to fight somebody else, Thor? So I just want to get to, I believe, Jot Jotunheim. That's where we are supposed to go at the very end of the game. I'm not too sure. Um, you know, and start fighting the gods because that's what we are probably going to do. And, and especially I'm looking for the story. I'm looking for epic fights, you know, like I cannot even imagine fighting Thor or Odin, you know, those are the biggest gods in the Norse mythology. So 
mostly that. I mean, if the graphics, music, everything, gameplay, you know, if everything else is the same, I'm gonna be more than happy, man. I don't need anything else, anything extra. So whatever tweaks they can make, even if they are tiny, tiny ones, they're welcome, but not needed for me. I just want a good story and as captivating as this one. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, I, there, there's a few things I'm looking for. Um, I was looking for less repetition or am looking for less repetition. I felt like while the quest, like some of the quest line was pretty good, like main quest and side quest, some of them, some of them were a little bit repetitive in my opinion. Um, enemies Can you give were, an example, Justin? More or less? Um, I want I want to say like like some of the quests were like oh like go and defeat this person right but like it's like one of the enemies that you've defeated like in, during regular gameplay 20 like, times yeah yeah like they're maybe just a higher level like you know like that kind of was you know kind of felt like repetition however I don't want to discredit like some of the quests that they had where it was like actually you know pretty good like the story behind the side mm -hmm. quest was actually relevant and you know at the end of the side quest you actually you know it actually made sense it wasn't just like go and kill this person but i felt like some of them were um, yeah, yeah yeah just to add on that quickly props from my side to the quest that you found organically naturally for instance the dragons i don't know if you remember that you you are freaking roaming around the map and then there is a dragon throwing flames all over the place and and that means that you have to free the dragon somehow yeah. so i think you encountered two or three of them so i thought that was awesome you know like it's not part of the main story at all like you can avoid them if you want to kind of but you know you kind of find them you free them and it's a, it's a cool it, it adds to the to the story to the world to the to the to the game itself so i thought that was awesome yeah no i i agree um but yeah, I think less, I mean, also repetition in the sense that I'm someone who looks for all the achievements and it, it felt like one of those games towards the end where it was kind of like, oh, you have to beat like eight or nine Valkyries. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I did it. But like, it just felt like, <laughs> you know, it felt like a lot um, of repetition. And I, I, I'll give them props though. Like the Valkyries, each one of them had a different had different like abilities and different skill set, but it just kind of still felt very, you know, very much the same. Um, another thing that I want to see is more weapons. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like, cool. yeah, I felt like with pretty much two weapons, Kratos was like, yeah, I don't want to add too much more complexity, but like, I just felt like the two weapons were kind of like limiting. And I think that they could do some really cool things with new weapons, I think they can. Um, and also different powers. I just felt like, I mean, while, you know, Kratos had some cool powers, like um, I believe there was one where he would, um, there, there was like a lantern of some sort, you know, where he would take the power and then he oh, would yeah, 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 yeah. something. Yeah. It's like, like a freezing, I think it was like a freezing power or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's these types, which I thought were cool. I expect to see more cool ones and not the same ones we saw. So um, there's that as well. Um, I did talk about um, the boss fights more closer to the classic God of War where they have, you know, bigger bosses, but, and, and less 
repetitive boss fights like the Valkyries and the Golems, like that to me felt a little bit, a little bit too repetitive. I, I know you you need to have some sort of repetition a little bit because mm -hmm. yeah, it's a little it bit unrealistic. Yeah, it has to fill the game. But I felt like it was just a little bit too much there. Um, and then like also, also what you said, the no more Norse gods. I want to see more. Um, specifically, I want to see Thor. Um, I also want to see Odin, obviously, as the other god of war. And I don't know if this is even possible, but Tyr, which is also the mm -hmm. prior god of war to to Odin, which would be cool to see. I don't know if that's something in Ragnarok, but like um, those would be pretty cool. And whatever new Norse gods that we haven't seen, like I just like to see the different ones. So, no, yeah, it would also be interesting what they do with At Atreus. You know, Atreus. If they keep the same mechanics, the same powers, if we're going to have more control of him, are we going to control him? Um, so, you know, uh, looking forward to it, looking forward to it. I wanted to touch really quickly, Justin, just really quickly, because it's something that I wanted to, to mention. What do you think about the puzzles? Because God of War has historically been, I mean, they've had some puzzles during the games, not super complex. But on this one... Just to give you my opinion on it, I like them, but sometimes were a little too much for me. Especially the ones that you had to hit three targets to open a chest. I don't know if you you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah, I was I was I was watching you do that one. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what a pain, man. <laughs> so I struggle with those big time, whether it is because I had to hit it with my axe, run quickly before, you know, whatever, or because I didn't see it because, you know, you have like three of them scattered all around the map and then you're like, well, I don't see the third one. So how the hell do I open the chest? So what do you think of all the puzzles? Not only those, but, you know, every single thing. Yeah, I, I, that's, a, that's a good point. And another type of puzzle that they had in the game was not necessarily for main quest, but to get certain treasures. Right. And some of it was, wasn't super straightforward, you know, which is, you know, it's good for a puzzle, but yeah, I felt like maybe it was a little bit too much. And I felt like the variety of the type of puzzles could have been different. Like for example, when you're trying to open these chests, you know, these chests where it has the three letters mm -hmm. and you're supposed to find, you know, either something like a, a lamp, a lamp to, or sorry, a lantern to hit. With the, with the letter or like there was like stuff where you need to break a rock that is hidden somewhere that has the letter um you know i i didn't care for those that much stuff like you know the ones where you said hit the three targets i actually didn't mind that because it took a little bit more thought into it mm -hmm. yeah yeah fair enough but the puzzles where like you're just trying to find lanterns and this type of thing, like I didn't care for that much. Um, I do think that it was, I, I thought that the number of puzzles, puzzles that they had in the game was pretty good. Um, I think the yeah, variety it wasn't puzzles, overwhelming. Yeah, it wasn't overwhelming, but I think the variety of puzzles probably could have been different. But maybe that's just me being too picky. Like I know they have to reuse certain things, but um, that's just what I thought. Like I wouldn't say I enjoyed hit trying to hit the lanterns all in succession like i wouldn't say i enjoyed that i did it to get the treasure but like you know i think the puzzles could be more enjoyable um i don't know how they would do that i'm just saying yeah no 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 probably 
expertise. Just wanted to bring it up because now in this game we lose the ability of jump, if I'm not mistaken. So that you know that makes things probably a little harder. But uh, but yeah, just wanted to quickly mention it because it's it's worth you know it's it's a big part of the game as well. Yep. Boy. Yeah. On the day you were born, I made two knives, mixing metals from my home and from this land. One for myself, and when you were ready, one for you. Today is that day. So I'm a man now, like you? No. We are not men. We are more than that. The responsibility is far greater. And you must be better than me. Understand? Say it. I will be better. The power of this weapon, any weapon, comes from here. But only when tempered by this, by the discipline, the self-control of the one who wields it. That is where the true strength of a warrior lies. You must never forget that. Good then. Okay, so Justin, it seems like we are almost at the end of our episode today. Um, I know we haven't gone too much into detail into the game, but again, these games are so big and so vast and so good that, you know, if we were to do a podcast on one game about every single thing of it, it would probably be 10 hours long. So I had fun. Uh, it's I would rank it in my top five games of PS4 that I've ever played. I really liked it from the beginning to end. And the more I played it, the more I liked it. So that's something that I always liked about, I like about games. Um, and not much more to say. The, I want to, you know, if you are listening to this, you, you probably played this game and you probably feel as similar to, to me. So I so just wanted, you know, to, to, to give a shout out to Ragnarok, who, which is hopefully coming next year um justin what do you have to say yeah no i'm just gonna voice exactly what you said i'm i'm looking forward to ragnarok the next um we'll call it god of war five um <laughs> but, but but yeah no i'm i'm totally happy with um the podcast we had today i think obviously we can go into way more depth uh we we didn't really go into too much uh, depth with the actual story of the game, uh, which we could potentially do at, in another podcast. But like, you know, I thought that, um, you know, I agree. Um, God of War fits in one of the top games for PS4. And, you know, it just happened to be at almost the end of the life of PS4 as well. So, so yeah, it, it felt, it feels fitting um, that um, we came out with such a good, game for God of War and I'm hoping that for PS5 Ragnarok will be you know another staple for Santa Monica Studios. That game is gonna be sick man can't wait 
Yeah, uh, I want to reinforce the message from Justin that, um, you know, we, we thought about doing like a little walkthrough of the game, but uh, if there is a demand for it, uh, we will do it. It's just something that we don't dare to do yet. And any feedback that you may have or any comments, absolutely anything that you may want to say to us, feel free to reach us on our Instagram at Casual Gamers Connect on our uh, Gmail account or an email, which is casualgamersconnect at gmail.com and on our web, uh, website, which you can find the link on our under our Instagram profile. We also have a Telegram channel if you want to join. And if you've listened to the whole podcast and you're listening to this, hopefully as well, uh, you can find the link in our website as well. So feel free to reach out to us for anything you want to mention, feedback, comments, what you want to see next. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Justin, as always. It's been a fun one. It's been a good one. Uh, looking forward to the next episode. Yep. Thank you, Alex. And as always... It's always a pleasure, and I hope to see you in the next one. Perfect. See you in the gulag in a few minutes, my friend. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless. But not for